Las Vegas. Unite defends the realm. Unite never gives up, never gives in, always advances, never retreats. And that's what our team is going to be. And wins the Stanley Cup within how many years? Well, I did say seven years, but it should be six years now. Six years. Misfits to champions. The Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup in 2023. You're listening to Cofield and Company, live from the Battleborn Broadcast Center on ESPN Las Vegas. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they say uh, Willie at the Battleborn Broadcast Center. You got the hands up. You got the hands up. Demond's laughing. It's good stuff. Um, by the way, this song is it, DJ Khaled. Yeah, yeah, Demond. Yeah, DJ Khaled. Yeah, yeah DJ Khaled. Yeah. All I do is win. Okay. Did anyone see on social media DJ Khaled trying to? I think he was on like a wakeboard, and I mean he's he's a big guy. Uh, so and I'm not here to rip him because I'm a big guy too, but he's shirtless and you can kind of see him from behind. It's just like rolls and it starts going faster and faster. And I saw the comment on there, like basically like, bro, you too big to be on there. And at some point there's a little bit of air and oh my, I mean, it looks like he's going like 50 miles an hour and he just twists in the air and does a face, just his giant fat body does a belly flop at 50 miles an hour. No, thank you. No, thank you. He's living life. I'll give him credit. I hope he didn't break something. But uh, he used to be a fun follow on Snapchat. Okay. Years ago. Yeah, he was fun follow. So where is he now to follow? I don't know. I stopped, I stopped using Snapchat. Okay. Well, you're a big TikTok guy. You're a bigger TikTok guy I'm than I am. I'm not a bigger TikTok guy. I, yes, I really you are. I, Your content's amazing. I, you got like 10,000 followers. <laughs> What'd you get, a million views on the two uh, fat guys in Power Slap slapping each other? That was on You're a giant that's, TikTok that's, that's guy. That's Instagram. Demond was, uh, I talked to Demond after the show the other day. We're talking about TikTok. He's like, I wish I could be Willie. We're all jealous. I, I already know that Demond it doesn't say he could wish he could be anybody. So I already know that's false. <laughs> It's not in his genetic Come on, code. Just play, play along with the, oh, the, the Cofield oh, Company theme okay, here because okay. Damon held back. As I, Damon didn't say that. Of course, he didn't say that. I could a big character on TikTok now. Okay, good, Damon. Yeah, I'm just, uh, TikTok. It's it's so hard to get a hold of Willie. So if you're like take the credit, even though if it's your Instagram reel of you being at Power Slap too, just take the credit because though it's so hard to know what video is going to hit and which one. Yeah, isn't. you know what? So Jordan tells me now he's like, pops. Now you got to you have to be the guy who posts. Power slap stuff yep. outside of power slap itself. Yep. You got to be the guy. So, because now you got to, they're going to expect it every time and it's just going to grow and grow and then eventually you monetize it. Friday, July 7th, I think is the next event. It is. Um, you think you're going to be the guy, but there's going to be another guy there. Yeah. Who is it? Oh, boy. I will try to get in. All right. Let's yes. go. Although we'll start early. So, uh, might be a hill in the homies that day or uh, the company takeover. Actually, wouldn't that be great? That that's the plan. Let's do it from. Let's do the show from there. No shot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's the plan. We'll see. Will Willie choose his social media empire over hosting Cofield and Company on a Friday? Because I'm like, sorry, bro, I'm taking off. You want in? I might get a no on that. Yeah. Already a no. I'm already getting. I can already see in your. It'll your, be your Hill face. and JVT. Could be Demont. Just a, could Demont, be. It could, could be Demont, Demont and Hill. Yeah. Yeah. I think Hill. Well, actually, I was just going to say something completely. It could be Cotton and Crew. 
Um, but are you guys really that into power slap, or is it just the thirst for who's yes. going to be the, the yes. social media power I, slap? I, I, my, my answer is yes, and it's not about social media. Because I, I, I told the story that night. I was texting Willie as he was at the event over at the Apex, and I'm sitting at Ellis Island, which, by the way, thank you so much to Ellis Island for having us out there and hosting the Game 5 party and the crowd reacting to the Stanley Cup victory by the Knights, which we're going to get to a lot more in this hour. Freaking awesome. Really good time. But I was watching on their 18-foot big screen, and I forgot. I, I think, oh, Adam was there. Adam Hill was there. He was so mad. Yeah. Because I was going crazy. I'm like high-fiving people. I'm like, ah! Yeah. I, Damon, well, I it. love, yeah. I love the sport. And while I kind of mocked on the 467-pound guy coming out as a super heavyweight and getting the, you know what, smacked out of him, I freaking enjoyed it. I love it. Well, his name is Slap for Cash. So, I mean, hopefully he still got paid. Yeah. You know, so well, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't coming back. <laughs> look, they can find another 400 pound guy. Who look can take a look at the second follower uh, in the list. This is like of latest followers. See oh, the second one down. Oh, it was one of your guys. The crazy Hawaiian. That's the brother of the Hawaiian hitman who was is with Power Slap. Yep. Power Slap name dropping now on oh, Cofield and Company. Oh, yeah. Nobody oh, yeah. covers Power Slap. So, Damon, here's the deal. Cofield has been into this long before Dana bought into it. He has been watching and then he watched the, the reality show. I am in. I I enjoy watching the crowd react to it live, and then when you get there and you're watching live, now all of a sudden you're anticipating the second and third round. Coville nope. knows who these people are. Like he's texting me, "Oh, this uh, next one, this." Uh, a little, I'm a little bit. I'm not going to claim to be an expert, but I, I do love it. Did you bet on any power slap? I did. I got my ass okay, kicked that night. Go. I got, I got slaughtered that night. I was on the wrong side because what I forgot. Coin the, flip. Well, no, I I. This is a lesson I should have learned from UFC. So I'm not saying I was there at the beginning of UFC, but I was there at the beginning of the rise with the Fertitas when Ultimate Fighter came on. And, you know, we were seeing kind of the transition of the, the early 2000s guys into like 2006, 7, 8, 9. As there was more involvement on the men's side, the sport evolved. And guys of the past, were, you're like, you're watching me. You're like, oh, my God, they can't compete. They were, they were like top of the heap three years ago. The slap thing is even more dramatic because they just pulled some slappers from around the country who had some reputations. These guys, like the the winner, the the best guys on that reality show, by like a year and a half from now, could be the 78th best slapper at their weight. Hey, the sport at, evolves. You look at it, Damon. What's your problem, Damon? We can do hardcore powers. What? We have to do Stanley Cup for all three hours? He just did his break, that whole analysis. That's what he's laughing at. The way that you said how fast the sport can move. You know, shout out to everybody participating in Power Slap. But I don't think it's ah. going to be a seismic shift in the landscape of Power Slap in the next exactly. two years. Calm down over there. Steve's going through the motions. He's doing the whole rear. I hurt, rear, I hurt yeah, my shoulder. Don't, yeah, I was going like to say, Matthew you're, you're right going to pull an, uh, an oblique. I'll, I'll break my sternum trying I did to slap get a, the air. I got a slap tutorial from uh, Wolverine. Is he still oh, the heavyweight you? champion? No. No. Oh. Uh, he's he's that's the perfect example they brought him in on the reality show and they're like oh this guy's unbelievable he has gotten just he's one of the guys i bet yeah he hasn't won since he's terrible he hasn't won since. and i respect him he's, he, you he, know, he he was he, in the one that built, you showed up for he helped build the sport so we got to show him the proper demon showed up in the middle of power slap one yeah he won the first one he was the inaugural heavyweight champion uh man yeah. he wasn't able to no. and then he lost and he hasn't won since it's already out it's already done he's already 50th in the world right okay so we we're just talking championships NHL is a little bigger than Power Slap. Sorry, Dana White. <laughs> For now. We talked about earlier in the show, and go to lvsportsnetwork.com after the show. A lot of good stuff. The emotions. I cried at 3.30. Uh, 
made the declaration. Bill Foley is a top owner in all of sports. You should love him. And to people around the country who are mad at the Golden Knights or you know mad at the NHL, screw you. Get a real owner. Or you don't even have to get a real owner. Demand that your billionaire tries to win because that's what Bill Foley does. So he set the example. He's laid down the path. So is Stan Kroenke. Kroenke can be a crumb in other areas, but from what we hear, you know, if management needs money, management needs to make a move, and management needs to be aggressive, Kroenke's like, yeah, let's do it. And that's the way Foley is. Foley's even more. He's he's a I'll, – I'll say Bill Foley, at least from what I know, because I'm not behind the scenes, Bill Foley is an under-control Steinbrenner. Because everyone, everyone on the roster and the bench can move, but management stays in place. Now, we also know – you know, Big George, when he ran the Yankees, had, you know, 57 GMs. You can't do that, right? He's trusted management, but he's a beacon out there. He's a great freaking owner. And then last night, he's like, let's go win another. So for you, right? We've been also talking all show about people don't understand Vegas. You think you understand Vegas when you don't live in Sin City, but you just don't. So mind your own freaking business. For you. What does this championship mean to Las Vegas? The Stanley Cup champions, world champions of hockey. What does it mean to Vegas, Willie? I think it's just another stamp of approval of, you know, I think pro sport, it's it, it that inaugural year and then the Raiders arriving, the WNBA and the Aces, you know, elevating to to championship status. It it we've been solidified as a pro sports town. I keep hearing that we're now a pro sport. We've been a pro sports town. Like every time there's an accomplishment, somebody claims we're now a pro sports. We've been a pro sports town. Go look at the arenas that are being built: the Sphere, the T-Mobile, Allegiant. Now there's going to be a baseball stadium somewhere in this valley. We are a pro sports town. Where it's sort of solidified is that it's a it's a major metropolis right you hear these you, you think about major metropolis you think new york miami chicago la those are the names that are brought up and it just may, without using the phrase sports vegas is growing more and more beyond the entertainment capital now it's going to start growing beyond the sports capital people are going to want to come here people that are coming here when the golden knights aren't playing I've told this many a times on different shows. When I grew up here, it was only going to the convention center to watch the Rebels. So if I ever went to a different town, you know what I would do? I always want to drive to the parking lot of where there was a stadium just to take a picture inside the stadium or in front of the parking lot. Because I'd never been to I'd never been to a professional game. There's oh, now wow. going to be people that are going to come here in July and August and be like, where do the golden they're just to take a picture in front of Toshiba Plaza? You know, there's, I mean, there instead of the, oh, yeah, we got to go take a picture in front of the sphere or, uh, excuse me, the link or Paris, or I'm looking at this beautiful mural at the BBBC. So I'm naming off all the Bellagio yeah, Fountain. Yeah, got the whole so I'm looking right at that. They're going to be like, I want to go take a picture in front of a legion. I want to go take a picture. Where do the aces play? Can we drive out to their facility? They're going to go all the way out to the facility. It's, it's almost like it's a tourist attraction. And that it's always been, but it's it's above and beyond. It's it's not just now a sports or a pro sports town. It's no longer just the entertainment capital. It's a major metro city. It's it's huge. It's going to be more money and more jobs too, because a lot more. That's the only thing. There's going to be a lot more people going to want to come live here. Yeah. Well, I think it also proves that it's a destination to stay in, yeah. not just visit. Right. That athletes are like. 
they come here, they might not know a whole lot about it. Coaches, you know, we talk to new coaches all the time. And after, you know, a couple of months or a year or two, they're like, I had no idea. Right. This is a good place to live, good place to raise the kids. Ooh, look at the taxes. That helps me, right? And uh, it's a draw for athletes. And around the NHL, it is one of the struggles the you know, a lot of teams, a lot of cities in the NHL are going to have. Uh, this is a really pleasant place to live. The weather is pretty moderate most of the year. You know, again, I'm talking to Las Vegas for the most part, maybe some people outside the market living or uh, listening on uh, on a stream. Um, you get used to the extreme heat. Uh, I actually, and it's getting more moderate by the year too. I guess that, great this June has been unbelievable. Yeah. Um, right? But it is, it, that's the other thing that pro championships and high level professional sports put a spotlight on Vegas, which already had a massive spotlight. But now there's more and more people who can tell folks outside the market. It's a great place to live. Athletes want to be here. Uh, this is a wonderful place for professional organizations. Now there is a standard. There's some pressure here. Mark Davis has some pressure with his football team. You know, we know the Aces, that's his team as well. He's gone hog wild with them in terms of budget and trying to kind of, you know, go right up against all the rules. By the way, just like VGK does, there's some pressure now. You can't just walk into this market. We just talked to Kevin Kruger. There's some pressure over at UNLV. They're trying to get better and better. They're trying to make investments. I think good times are coming, but there's a pressure. It just being, hey, here's an event. Come out, sports. Nah. What do you got to offer me? You gonna win? So that's that's what another championship does is it raises the bar for everyone who yeah. plays sports here, every organization in town and every future organization in town. And let's not forget, you asked Kevin Kruger how it's how something like this could help recruiting. The other successful sports organization after the Aces and after the Golden Knights is Lindy LaRock's program. The women's basketball that is now back-to-back NC2A tournament team, Mountain West champs, right? So all of this success, it breeds, and it can become contagious. It can become infectious, if you will. You mentioned about the players that come here. The Golden Knights are in the spotlight right now, right? Think about when they first got here. Flurry handful of other guys you, you knew about their wives but a lot of these guys were young bachelors right march was a family guy carlson tuck theodore now you look carlson's got a baby and he's married everybody's had, riley smith right a lot of these guys they're they didn't just come here some of them with families and people fell in love with mark andre fleury and march with their young wives and young kids They've actually watched these kids, these uh, young players grow into husbands and fathers. So they're proving, they're backing their words up that this is a place I can retire at. I want to bring my family to, I want to raise a family at. Coming up, let's talk about where the cup is going to be and uh, moving around the country. I also want to play some more audio because I, I thought uh, TNT, ESPN, a lot of media po uh, people did a great job on chronicling what was going down. Uh, going on down on the ice, a lot of emotional stuff and really feel good stuff about your Vegas Golden Knights. Man, Dan Duva is so good. It must have been fun to listen to the game. I didn't get a chance to listen. I was uh, watching over at Ellis Island. You were in the arena. Good calls there. Great calls by Dan Duva, who I, I think is uh, one of the best in the country and was uh, was my vote for Nevada Broadcaster of the Year. Hopefully, he wins it. I have next to give year. a quick shout out to yeah. somebody from our building okay. because he's he's always in his own booth. But for the Stanley Cup, he was three seats over right on press row. 
Jesus on Deportes. Yep. Yep. What you, you know, you always hear the Spanish calls on soccer and hockey, right? Go to have him right next to you. The energy that yeah. he brings was, re- I mean, I didn't understand a word he said, but he was fantastic. I don't want to insult him, but if I'm correct, I don't had Jesus done hockey before. No. Yeah. I don't think he so. Had. He's, he's like really grown into a, yeah. a damn good broadcaster. All right. I got to mention this. I'm going to do my own shout out here. And again, we're <laughs> recapping what was an awesome Wednesday. We have so many stories. We're not going to get to them all today because I was outside the arena, you know, part of the celebration. We took some interesting pictures, uh, talked to some fans, you know, Gabe, listener Gabe was out there. LV Pickle up on Twitter was there, gave me a big hug. Uh, I didn't shy away. I enjoyed the hug. Um, Michael Dowski was out there. He's a super fan. He, uh, he's been around the Knights games forever. Uh, both Pickle and Dowski were also part of our old fantasy football and baseball leagues that we did for years hmm. with PT. So I was like, oh, that's right, Dowski. You know, I said to both of them, like, not to be creepy, I'm like, I have your email and I think I still have your phone number, you know, getting those leagues together. So that was really cool to see Cofield and company listeners out there. Ryan Wallace, RTHD, Ryan the Hockey Guy, did an awesome job on Fox and he stayed on for a long time taking calls. And uh, you could you could tell, like, the, the, the hardcore fans were just so freaking happy. It was very emotional listening to it. And I think I caught a part uh, early on when he was taking calls. I think it was early on when he was taking calls. Someone called in, and I'll tell you a couple of days ago I thought of this, um, and it hit me again yesterday. Like, who would have enjoyed this more than anyone else in the media? There's two guys. And I say would because, unfortunately, they both passed away. One is Ballpark Frank, who was part of the original VGK broadcast team, right? Mm-hmm. And our buddy, Brian Blessing. Yep. And I miss both of those guys. Uh, you know, Frank, Frank loved hockey and he had a you know big passion about doing all the work around BGK and Blessing was just awesome. Blessing was such a good sports fan and he had, you know, great hockey background. Yeah. Going back to Buffalo. Right. So miss those guys, man, they would have loved it. And Brian had uh, his hand in the Thursday Night Lights yeah. high school, yep. doing high school football with Kenny White, yep. brought it to your living rooms. And Ballpark Frank um, and Clayton were the first yeah. guys that Clayton brought me on as regulars during the playoffs. I would go to all the road games, or to, the, during the road games, I go to all the watch parties at the parkways and I would sit in on the shows. So, yeah. Really cool stuff. Yeah. So, you know, hey, we're oh, talk- happy birthday, uh, Ryan, the hockey guy. Today's, oh, okay, his, today's his birthday. Good deal. That's a good way to roll in a birthday, huh? A uh, Stanley Cup with the team that you uh, cover year round. And, you know, you're tied to with the pre, the post, the intermission and all these shows that those guys do with, uh, you know, Millard and Magnum. By the way, Chris Chapman, a couple interviews coming up. He did a really good job on the ice as he grabbed some of the Golden Knights. So we mentioned in the first hour. Yeah, who we really you know felt good for players or coaches specifically, and Willie you mentioned Riley Smith and who else? William Carlson. William Carlson. Uh, Demond and I both went with Marcia So, mm-hmm. and so we played the audio. If you haven't seen it, it's up on TikTok. Uh, I think it was uh, ESPN NHL because they had Marcia So mic'd up. Um, he's down there with his kids, and his son is talking about winning. It was really cool, touching moment. The other one that I thought was great, and I'll try to you know take you through this afterwards, but. They had him mic'd up at the very end of the game. Yeah. And then, you know, he's out there, all the celebrating, and it was really cool. He walked up to a lot of the players, skated up, and had something to say. So, Damon, can you play this? It's Marshy Raw, and 
as Marcia so the, the the clock is counting down. I thought this was really cool. Just like the unbridled joy of just screaming and yelling, you know, as a 30 something year old male. It's just like this is this is what sports is about for the fans, for the players, and anyone out there is like, these guys don't care anymore. These guys cared. I mean, they freaking they were over the moon that they just won the cup. I didn't want to tell you, but when I saw my vision of winning the cup, we weren't have, we didn't have the white jersey. We had the gold one. My bro! Thank you so much. My bro! Hey, Skip! You can't touch that one. Congrats, man. Thank you. I did it for you. You did it for me, man. You did it for me. It's the best thing I've ever seen, man. Oh. oh my god, I almost dropped it. Hey, 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 somebody help Hounds! Somebody help Brent! Heavy! So cool, right? So through that audio, he's at right at the end of the game, and he's just that's when he just starts screaming and yelling. Then he walks up to one of the players and talks about the vision he had about it being in the gold jersey, not the white. Uh Colasar was who he skated up to and was saying, you know, Colasar says, love ya. Um, skip Mark Stone, and they were joking about not don't touch, don't touch that Western Conference trophy, don't touch it. Right. You can touch this one. That was cool. And that you know, I mentioned early in the show about how Marcus can be a hero for a lot of people. And from the overachieving standpoint, that the guy was undrafted. Uh, I'm not gonna say Florida dissed him by just saying, hey, you know what, get him out of here. But small guy, you know, muscular, but you know, five foot nine. Uh, that was one of the moments where I was like, my God. The Knights are a big freaking team. And when he was standing next to Stone, like Stone is gigantic. Marshy looked tiny. And this guy's achieving at that level to win the Conn Smythe. And then I thought that he, that was Jack Eichel in there where he and Eichel were talking. And Eichel said, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. How cool is that? Both were right there for the Conn Smythe. I think that's another cool story that we haven't hit today. And again, we can't hit everything on a championship Wednesday. Eichel's story is great. Because, one, he and his own doctors had confidence to go, no, we're going to, we're doing this, right, with the back surgery. This is what we're going to do. And if the Sabres don't like it, we're going to stick to our guns, and this is what we're doing. And because he did that, then Buffalo fans hated him. A lot of hockey fans were like, this guy's a dope. What are the Knights doing? He's not even healthy. You can't trust him. Is he a team guy? Is he a team guy? Jack Eichel is beyond a team guy. Jack Eichel is the polar opposite of anybody that's listening right now and that is a hardcore Golden Knights fan and has friends on the East Coast, especially if you're from Western New York, and they called you and said, good luck with this guy. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a C word in the locker room, and I hate using that analogy. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's disrespectful. Yep. But he's been anything but. You have to remember – the situation that he was in, and and I said this on 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 a, on a different radio show, uh, on a podcast before the Stanley Cup Final. Jack Eichel may have had an attitude with some people back east, whatever. But what caused him to have the attitude? It's a two way street when you have a professional athlete. He, let's not forget that he was one of the top two draft picks in the draft that Connor McDavid came out of, also. So you're talking about someone who deserves respect. And when you treat and speak to someone like that, you're going to get spoken to the same way. Great stuff. And then, uh, you know, them talking about how heavy the uh, the trophy was or just, you know, just trying to handle the con smite that he almost dropped it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Good stuff, man. Would you be able to pick it up? Um, 37 pound Stanley Cup. I don't know how much the Consmite weighs. On a thin piece of blade, and you're on skate. No, you didn't throw that part out. <laughs> Come on, can you carry a 37 pound trophy on skates? Let, he's the strongest. Well, oh, I don't want to get this started. No, Demond's stronger than me. Okay, um, Ooh, he, li- he lifts heavier. We've li- Demond and I lifted together. Roller can any skates. Of us skate? No, I can't skate. Demond, can you skate? Roller skates, yes. I mean, oh. <laughs> I Re- regular I- roller skates or roller blades. Regular roller skates. You know, I'm rinding at the uh, rink. I, I've told the story on the air. I, I got on rollerblades twice. I stayed upright the first time. The second time, uh, the girlfriend at the time, I think was just trying to be mean because she was decent at it. We were in Central Park, and I started on a hill, and I went like 10 feet and fell. I think I suffered a concussion. I was so mad. But I was also like discombobulated. I freaking rat. So, like, I, I can't do rollerblades. Ice skate. I, anytime I've tried to ice skate, it's just baby steps, and you're just like, let me get to the wall. Let me get to the wall. So the answer to that is could I, could I carry a 37 pound trophy on skates no it's cofield and company on espn las vegas uh coming up in less than 10 minutes we're going to give away a great prize for father's day weekend it's actually a set of concert tickets for a three-day concert in indio california if you love rock Power Trip is coming up. You can get your tickets at powertrip.live. We'll have tickets in about 10 included in the three nights in Indio. It's in Indio, California. Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, Ozzy, ACDC, Metallica, Tool. So that's coming up in 10 minutes. So I got some good intel during the break from you guys. We were just talking about the cup and, you know, trying to lift it on skates and what was going on on the ice. Uh, We had mentioned Jesus, our Spanish broadcaster, at Lotus Broadcasting for Golden Knights Hockey. You said he got the cup and was, you know, lifted it up on the ice? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I saw a picture on his Facebook, too. Someone took it from, like, a candid shot from behind, and he was lifting it. And he was really emotional last night. Yeah? It, 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 like, that's cool. Here, here's how he, you know how he was emotional? He was walking up thanking people. And he, like, he thanked me. Like, I have never had anything to do with any of his shows. He just thanked me, and he was telling – I could overhear him thanking people for his, their presence, spending time just talking to him in the media dining room, like just little things. He It, it was it was, it was was pretty cool. Um, Magnum, Chapman, I asked you. I mean, he's sort of part of the broad eh, – kind he's of an engineer. Yeah. Did he lift the cup? I didn't see. Damon, did he lift the cup? Damon, we got intel on that. Hold on, Chapman, he did not lift the cup, but I think uh, if you were have to trade off, if you guys were a part of the team in any official capacity, I mean, he produces the, the VGK Insider Show, so I mean, part of the team, I mean, a little bit there, they're partners. He didn't lift the cup, but he is going to be a part of the parade. Is that a fair trade off? If you had to wait choose one what, or the wait, other. What? Wait a second, what? <laughs> yeah, he said, he's like, I, he's like, I didn't play, I wasn't out there, I don't deserve to lift the cup. But he is going to be a part of the parade. <laughs> what does that mean? He's standing on the side? He told me is there a car with the the VGK broadcast team in it? I don't know, but he, I think he's gonna uh, a bus, a float, whatever you want to call it. I think he's gonna be there with a couple of cold ones, and he's gonna be pointing and waving. Oh boy! Now, Demond, I've been thinking about this during the break. If you and I were on the team and we had a day at the cup, a day with the cup, I think one of the places I would take the cup would be the gym for shoulder day. And then I would like have part Come of the, the video crew. Come on. And you have to do like overhead shoulder press. No. With the, why not? I, I like, we got to get serious about this question. 
If you had the cup for a day, what would you do with it? That would be part. You would take I'm, it to the freaking gym? That's only 90 minutes out of my day. I'm in the gym for 90 Wouldn't minutes. Wouldn't you go somewhere? Well, you're a Vegas guy. Okay, let me re- repeat. Dude, have your mom do shots out of it. <laughs> okay. Your mom loves the Golden Knights, and you said she's been I could like stop. a heavy drinker throughout you, the playoffs. You, you, the rule is you have it for the day. You don't just make one stop. You can go wherever you want. Okay. So I would go to the gym. I'd do my 5 a.m. lift. Videographer would come around. Yeah. I would do shoulders that day. I'd figure out. I'd do some front raises, overhead press. Stop by mom's. She could do a shot Just out of it. Fitness and a lift all ha- the time. I'd have to. St- I'd have ah. to. Do- I'd have to do it at the perfect gym. We'd have to do photo ops with perfect logo in the Stanley Cup. Would that? Would that be it? Would that be? What worlds would you take it, Willie? I'd have to think about. I, mean, the I think rest you would. I think you would peak. I'd, I'd have to think about the rest. You of the peak day. two hours into the day. Yeah, you go. Go take it over to Roma Deli and put some stinky provolone in there. Uh, okay, eat so the stinky just, provolone. Okay, so if get I some gabagool, like what are you what are you doing? So if I do that, and that's two hours, and Demond just said two, that's four out of twenty-four. I don't know how, what math you guys you are at. I still got another. You get it for a day. Okay, day so, and a half. Okay, so it leaves me with another twenty hours. Think of more stuff. All right, Willie. Here's the most. Here's the question for you. That like, you would have the best answer for this. What's the best old school Vegas place that the cup could be spotted in? I would take it to Piero's. Okay, there you go, right? I would take it to Piero's. Get the asabuco, put it right in the cup, and eat it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, I'm going to go along the same lines. I'm for, uh, I'm for Willie's laughing. He's falling over. I'm taking it. I'm actually taking it back to New Jersey. I don't think my parents would care, but I'd be like, hey, here's the cup, right? And they'd be like, you never come back. I have the cup, right? Be happy. Uh, then I would go over to Seaside or go to Point Pleasant, you know, whatever. Go to Jenkinson's. And uh, let me tell you something. Once that cup gets to the Jersey Shore, uh, keeper of the cup, Mike Bolt, better be real close because I don't know where the hell it's going to go from there. Now, you know, if, throw, if I'm throw, on, uh, throw a little sausage and peppers in there. If I'm on the team, that means I've got I've on, I'm on a near, if not million dollar contract. I'm chartering a flight, and I yeah. might fly in and out to go to the beach. Just a shot, real quick shot over to the beach. Go to California. Yeah, all right, good. I'm glad you got a little more creative. Demond, what are you going to do with it? Please tell me you're not going to bring it to the gym and lift. No, 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 no. I, I don't know where I would want to be to flip. You know what I would try to do? I know it's still, you know, the dog days of sports, you know, in, in, you know, in the middle of summer. But I would want to take it to an athletic event. Maybe, you know, the U.S. Open's coming up this weekend. I would want to be somewhere else where sports fans so I could, you know, flex on the people there. You know, you're, whatever sporting event you're watching. But look at how cool that guy is that he brought the cup to whatever big-time sporting event that's also going on. I can see it. You know who I can see doing that? Logan Thompson, he sits courtside for the Aces games. Just have it there. Just I was, there. you know what? There's a guy I was happy for last night. He was in uniform. I was happy to see Logan Thompson. He introduced me to his father. He's, he's I like Logan. Awesome. But I can see him doing that. That'd awesome. be that's a good idea, Dame uh, Demon. Would he, would Logan's be considered not like an original, you know, misfit? But he was a part of. Was he still a part of the development team, the AHL team from the start? Well, like he Chicago. was a, a, yeah. So I mean, he came over, right? Say him, like Colasar and um, yeah. uh, White Cloud. Yeah, so I think those guys, they should stay. I would consider myself a part. You know, maybe not a misfit, but I would consider myself an original Golden Knight if I was those guys too. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, let's do a giveaway here. 364-1100, Happy Father's Day. We've got a great prize. Uh, you can go on a trip to Coachella, Indio, California. We're going to hook you up with two tickets. I mean, these tickets are six seventy five a piece. $1,300. It's uh, three nights, six bands, Power Trip, powertrip.live. You can grab your tickets if you can't get these. 
Caller 7, 364-1100, 364-1100, Metallica, ACDC, Iron Maiden, Guns N' Roses. Ozzy's done! He's no more touring! He's playing! Get to see Ozzy! This could be the last time! This is freaking awesome. So call in now. Uh, Demond's going to hook you up. Caller 7, 364-1100. Cofield and Company presents... Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Grab bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, Dave. All right, let's close out the show here on this championship Wednesday. A lot more celebrating, recapping of the Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. So, Willie, you wrote a story for the Sporting Tribune, and then I saw that uh, Steve Karp wrote something along the same lines. Uh, You were looking back on the greatest championships yeah sports championships yeah, not moments team only team yes okay so like yeah. floyd mayweather is not involved right okay because because to me that's a moment yeah um so and and i wanted to just do because as you know you always say and sort of give me crap but i we all love lists and people like to click on lists so i did my top five um championships won in southern nevada and what they've meant and i and, and in there i actually mentioned one of the southern nevada uh, Sports Hall of Fame inductees, Karen White, Centennial Girls Basketball, different things that have taken place. My top five are UNLV Men's Basketball, 1990, last night's Stanley Cup Championship, last year's Las Vegas Aces. Number four was Gorman Football, the, the third one, 2016 Mythical National Championship because it culminated the three-year run, 54-0. and And it, it wasn't just because of that team. The reason I wanted to get that in there is because what that did was it just continued to flood this town with college recruiters to every high school. They were going to come out here to see Gorman, but hey, while we're out here, let's go to Arborview. Let's go to Bonanza. That's let's go to take. Clark. Let's yeah. go to Liberty. And then the 1998 UNLV men's golf team. Four All-Americans on that team. Tiger Woods had already decided to go to Stanford several years back and then became pro a couple of years before. But Dwayne White had put the the program on the map. And then they had some All-Americans, but it really drew. And now you you always, I mean, you you hear the talent that's come out of this uh, program, but that really was the, the staple mark of that program. Stick your hand in there, Dave. So on the national level, I know where hockey is you know, for national sports talk. And it's very much a regional sport. So I get it. You know, and I have experience in this. I grew up in the New Jersey, New York area, and hockey's kind of big there. But, you know, in the pecking order, Rangers, Devils, Islanders, you know, if, if I was aggressive, I would say, like, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth in the market. So I get, I get its place. Um, I thought the approach on two different national shows was pretty interesting. Uh, one, Q was doing the show last night, sort of a post game, right? Talking a lot of NBA, talking NHL. And uh, in their final word, uh, Freddie Coleman talked about basically what we had talked about earlier, like what this championship means and what's happened recently with Vegas when it comes to sports. Outside of that city, they always called it the city of sin. and You couldn't mm-hmm. bring families there and it yep. was too much going on. It was never going to be a viable enough city to support anything. In the last seven years, that city has added the Golden Knights in hockey, the Raiders in football, the Aces in the WNBA, the Desert Dogs in lacrosse, and maybe the Oakland Athletics in another couple of years. Las Vegas has hosted an NFL draft, a Pro Bowl, an NHL All-Star game, a Super Bowl, a Pac-12 championship game, 
a Final Four, and an F1 Grand Prix. And to put more cherry on the top of that Las Vegas Sunday, that city now has a WNBA champion in the Las Vegas Aces. They now have a Stanley Cup champion in the Las Vegas Golden Knights. If the Las Vegas Raiders can ever get their act together, I can't even imagine what that city's going to look like if that happens because they love themselves some football in Las Vegas. And you know it's only going to be a matter of time. Nobody looks at that city as the city of sin anymore or that that's not a place to raise a family. That's not a place to take a job and think that's going to work. Many people wondered if this city was going to recover from the black guy that happened when they had so many fights after an all-star game that happened in Las Vegas. And they said a pro sports franchise is never going to be there. Good recovery, huh? And that's something we didn't mention because that is part of our history. And I remember doing sports talk radio here back then. And it was like, wow, maybe we did just blow our chance, ruin our reputation. So really nice job there on ESPN national with Freddie Coleman. They may have talked about the Golden Knights and Vegas and the NHL for minutes on end on Cowherd show. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Colin Cowherd and he does a show with Jason McIntyre, who I like. He's relatively new to radio, really good blogger. Uh, He's now been Colin's sidekick for like six, eight months and for Joy Taylor. He does a good job. Um, But they started to address the Knights and Colin's a Vegas guy. Colin's a Vegas guy, but they. It was, there was like something weird going on where Colin's trying to talk hockey and then J-Mac is coming back with, I'm not sure what. So this team has been excellent since its inception. And this wasn't even a close. I watched three different parts of three different games and it wasn't that competitive. Who did they beat, by the way? Florida Panthers. Oh, okay. And I mean, it was not a competitive. It was We're less the- competitive than the NBA Finals. So, so let me get this right. And I, I, I don't know that I could name 10 NHL players, but... A, a Vegas team and a Florida team yeah. were in the NHL finals. Yeah, what's going on with Canada and hockey? Well, you know it, it, that's you know that's a great question and a great topic. We don't talk a ton of hockey, but th- the question is why isn't Canada winning Stanley Cups? One of the things I believe it is, first of all, there's not that many Canadian teams. They've also gotten to the Stanley Cup Finals and lost, so it's not like they've all been bad. They've had good teams. I do believe America does one thing better than Canada, and it's not disputable. Business. Oh, I thought you were going to say maple syrup. No, 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 no. Business. And the reality is we do a better job of attracting free agents. Uh, we do a better job. The aid to star agents, they move players into bigger markets and uh you know more more dynamic markets here below you know in 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 the states okay that's part one do you even want to hear part two because you you went 20 seconds took the headphones and sort of uh sternly put them down well the last part was was a little intriguing and makes sense because when you think about it a lot of the columnists steve carper just wrote one was did kelly mccrimmon have the last laugh did you know, everything that we've ridiculed them for in terms of we, the fans of ridicule. In a sense, that's what he's saying is business, the business model. The thing that I crack up about is the majority of these franchises in America are made up of Canadians. Canadian players, yep. Canadian general managers. I played a lot of the Sega hockey game yeah. in my in my youth, and I loved the Quebec Nordiques. Do you remember them? Yeah, great yeah. jerseys. Did they, oh, that was what was so cool about them. Yeah. Like you're a young kid, you see this. I think they had a guy named Joe Sakic. Was that his name? Uh, Joe Sakic was a hockey player. Hockey yeah. player. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, anyways, that's the last. So time the va- the Golden time. Knights were big. And my interpretation of it when you watch them, they were they were as a big team, as a lot of big dudes that could skate. Okay. They scored nine goals last night. 
Nice. For the, for the for the non-hockey fan, that is a week worth of goals. That's a they. It wasn't a very competitive series. Tough, they, tough week for Florida, huh? All right. Good stuff. Maple syrup, Sega. Good stuff. And actually, I did tweet at Jason McIntyre today, and I was like, bruh, listen, the clowning on hockey, interesting approach. Um, Fox Sports Las Vegas actually is one of the better affiliates uh, that Fox Sports National has. And Colin does have a lot of ties in Vegas. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, there could be levity in the show. I just thought there was like Colin's trying to have a little bit of a hockey conversation. And Hey, reach out to your town that you uh, got your – no, I don't want to say got your start, but he was here. Yes. Colin was here. Yeah. So reach out and grab yeah. some people that are here for your show. Back in the bag. Stick your hand in there, Dave. I thought what – and I told myself I was not going to mention the baseball team that wants to come here. The A's, mm. the entire show, because mm. this is about the Vegas Golden Knights and you guys, and we're not going to get mad. But I thought what the A's fans did last night with a reverse boycott with over 28,000 fans there was awesome. I don't know that it's going to accomplish anything, but they sent the message, hey, fans are not a problem. And, the, and then the game, the A's can't lose. Here's another great play-by-play call as they come through against the best freaking team in baseball, the Rays. That is a fair ball into the corner. Pretty cool. I thought that was really cool. The atmosphere was unreal. Awesome. I thought. That, I mean, next to the the Stanley Cup and the Knights winning, I, I, a team that has not drawn, their fans have been dumped on. I thought that was tremendous. They gave out seven thousand plus T-shirts. Great job. But at the same time, you know, as I watched that last night, I was like, how sad is today for these people? Yeah. So. Yeah. Bizarre times, man. Bizarre times. Damon, great job putting all the sound together. Really appreciate it. Willie, good job. Uh, after the show, you can check out the archives from the uh, audio standpoint at lbsportsnetwork.com. We'll try to cut up a bunch of video up on Facebook and Twitter and maybe TikTok and IG. Congrats to all the fans out there and especially the Vegas Golden Knights and Bill Foley and management. That was really cool. We really enjoyed that. That was awesome.